What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Brad Jack Show. Just got finished up with week four, and we're going to go ahead and recap. It's a pretty high-scoring week here, a lot of games to go over. But uh, first, how you doing, Jack? Pretty good. Um, hell of a week in week four this uh, this past week. Uh, like you said, high-scoring games. And, uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, we can uh, start it off here with a Thursday night football in Cincinnati. The Dolphins go down and lose 27-15. to 15. I think the biggest storyline coming out of this game is Tua, big Tua injury, especially coming off the previous injury uh, in, in Buffalo five days prior. A lot of controversy. Horrible. Launch a, a lot of con- controversy coming out of this game. Um, I know the um, third-party um, neuro, neuro doctor um, had evaluated him and has uh, soon been fired. So, yep. That comes out of there, but um, Bridgewater stepped in. They had a good drive, just couldn't close the deal. Bengals look great. Um, it's always tough going in there and playing Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe Burrow had a pretty good game. Uh, 20 for 31, 287 yards, two touchdowns. Can't really do much. That whole game was pretty much centered around uh, Tua getting absolutely carted off the field after that, um, that brutal hit and just absolutely being thrown down by the linemen. Um, that's the, like you said, biggest takeaway after, after that game. Yeah. And I think the Dolphins will be okay. The Bengals should, uh, continue and improve Bengals two and two Dolphins three and one. We're going to move on here yep. to our early Sunday game. And it's the first game of the year in London. The Vikings play the saints and come out with a three point win 28 to 25. This was a, uh, a very close game here. Um, Jack, since it's your team, would would you like to talk about it? Yeah, I'll take a stab at it. Um, it's a disgusting win. It's it's just one of those those games where a win's a win. Um, after the a decimated Saints offense and defensive, um, both sides just riddled with injuries. I mean, and in and, and you win by three points. I mean, the Vikings just have to step up. We're a fraud three and one team right now. At least that's how I feel. Um, Justin Jefferson had a pretty good game. Um, Dalvin Cook, twenty yard or twenty carries for seventy six yards. Kirk Cousins just patting the stats like he usually does. It's you, you can't take much away from this game. Just the fact that they're a fraud three and one team, and the defense needs to step up in in big games. All right, I can agree with that. Um, I think the Vikings do have a bright future this year. The three and one, I've feel maybe is a little better than what they've been playing but i think they can play to that extent at their at their best um we're gonna move on here we uh we have a a no-brainer texans probably the worst team in the nfl at the moment chargers come out and beat them 34 to 24 all the injuries on the chargers everything going on over there and they still came out and pulled out the dub in houston so we're gonna go ahead and um pass pass on that one um we're gonna move on to the Bears going up to New York to play the Giants. The Giants are now three and one after beating the Bears twenty to twelve. I don't know what is going on in, in New York right now, but I love it. I I, I want to blame it on the new coach and Dayball just because he played him or he was a coordinator in Buffalo. I feel like there's a um, mindset mindset shift in that locker room at the moment, and and it's looking optimistic for that that program. I would have to say the same thing. I mean, Brian Debo came in and, and was that guy immediately. Um, and he just stepped up for his, his uh, all of his players, and, and he's he's got this team to a 3-1 start. 
Um, I don't think it's a big, big, big game. I guess uh, it is the Chicago Bears. It's not. I would have disagreed with you on the Texans being the worst team in the league. I think it's the Chicago Bears. Um, yeah, you can't really take away this game unless you're saying a win's a win like usual um, with the New York Giants. But I credit to, to Brian Dabo for for what he's been what he's been doing with this team. Okay, so why why are the Bears the worst team in the league? I kind of have to I have to get a, a, an explanation on that one. Because they're sitting at two um, and two right now. They're sitting at two and two. Right, right, right. I just think I think the Texans are just a better team overall. I think the coaching situation with the Chicago Bears is horrendous. They've done nothing with Justin Fields so far. I mean, they put up twelve points against a horrendous Giants defense, um, and that's that's bad. They have playmakers on the on the Chicago Bears offense with uh, David Montgomery, uh, Justin Fields. Obviously, they have good receivers, Darnell Mooney. They just can't put up. They can't put up any points. They have no. They have no coaching staff. And uh, with Lovey, with Lovey uh, Smith over there in Houston, I think he's doing okay for what for what he's got. He has absolutely no quarterback. Uh, what does he have over there? Davis Davis Mills. Um, he hasn't really shown much. They have, I guess, I don't even know their number one receiver over there. Their defense is horrendous. I mean, they they've been put up multiple points by their opponents the past three weeks. I I I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. All right, I'll take that. Um, yeah. And with that, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next game. This was the highest scoring game of the week. Seattle takes a, a win over the Detroit Lions, forty eight to forty five. I don't know how someone can put up forty five points and still lose. Yeah, this is crazy, insane to me. The Lions are now one three. Seahawks are two and two. And Lions lead the NFL in scoring as well as the worst team in uh, in <laughs> scoring defense. Or well points allowed so that's an insane statistic and i think i saw that it's never been done before this deep into the season so that is very interesting um yeah the lions i think i was listening to a podcast earlier it was um it was a cbs sports guy and he was saying that the lions the dan campbell coaching situation over there it's He's the guy, he's like the motivator guy. He's not, he's, I don't think he's in it for, um, like kind of like the hard stuff, you know, actually coaching and, and, um, he's like the yes man kind of guy. He's like the guy to lift you up. He's the guy to like slap your chest while you're putting up 225. And, um, like he's, he's that kind of guy. I don't know if he's, if he's the guy to, to take you all the way, um, in the future, but uh, I don't know. We would have to see It is, it is just week four, but I'm not sure if he's going to be that guy. Gotcha. And before we move on from this game, I just want to point out Geno Smith was player of the week, 23 for 30, Monster. 320 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions with a QBR of 140.3. Absolutely insane. Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny rushed for 151 yards. DK Metcalf caught seven, uh, seven balls for 150. Um, just a big, big, big game from Seattle out of nowhere. Huge game, yeah. So, yeah. I didn't realize Rashad Penny rushed for that much. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, good signs from them in their offense. And we're going to go ahead and move on here to uh, the Browns and Falcons. The Falcons win 23-20. to 20. We're not going to talk about this game too much. This is kind of a <laughs> lower-level game, not too much going on here. These teams are still game. trying to figure or figure themselves out in the locker room and, and the staff and whatnot. So we're going to leave it at that, 23-20. The Falcons take the win there. Um, the Titans go into Indianapolis and beat 
the Colts 24 to 17. Um, I think you had the Colts winning this game. So tell me what you're thinking about the score here. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry is uh, back to his old self. Um, 22 carries for 114 yards, a touchdown. Um, I think Matt Ryan had a pretty good game. Um, threw for a hell of a lot of yards, 356 yards and two touchdowns, 27 for 37. I just think the Colts' defense needs to step up more. Um, they protect the run more. Um, the Titans, I'm looking at the stat, right, or the stat line, or the scorecard, and they didn't put up points in the third and fourth quarter, but the Colts did. Or the Colts only put up seven points in the, thir- in the third quarter. So if they would have put up just another touchdown in the fourth quarter, it would have been a tie game, maybe OT. So for the offense to just fall apart in the third and fourth quarter for both teams, I'm not sure how I feel about both of these teams, to be honest, but... It's a big W for the Titans. I think they're, I think they're in the same division. Um, could be wrong, but yeah, good on the Titans this this week. Yep, and I think that was a big win for the Titans. The Titans definitely needed one there, and um, good to see them get a win. Now we're gonna go ahead and move on to the Commanders at Dallas. Cowboys are now three and one. They went twenty-five to ten, and I think we have a new quarterback to keep an eye on in the NFL. He starts off his first four games, first first four starts in the NFL, four and zero, and I think Dak Prescott is fucking shaking in his boots at the moment because Cooper Rush looks like he can win football games right now. Yeah. Um... I don't know if Cooper Rush is still is still that guy. Um, he has been good. Hell, I mean, I think he's like three and zero, four and zero in his career, three and zero as a starter. Um, and that's, I mean, a pretty good job for for a guy just coming in as a backup. So, um, I, I agree with you. He's putting up he's putting up good numbers as of right now. But I'm not sure if he'll take him. He'll take the Cowboys all the way down the line um, in the future. I still think Dak is your guy. He has gotten you there before. He just, you know, he's injury riddled. Uh, most of the time, so you can't really see what he's what his actual potential is. Um, I feel as if they need to give give up on Dak at some point, right? Because I, I they, okay. he's 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 been on the field, you know, he's gotten his chances and he's made nothing of it. He's really had, yeah. Even with a full healthy team, you know, we've seen them lose games they should not have lost, and then we've seen you know games where they they look like themselves, you know, going back to last year. So, I don't know. I, 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 if you're winning with this kid, um, and you know, Dak, you have the you have the decision that a decision to make. I, I would think that they they would keep it running with Cooper Rush. I, I it's just what I would do personally. But I know, of course, it's it's a business, and you're 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 paying Dak the big money. You're not paying Cooper Rush that. So. Right. Um, With that, yeah, that's. Yeah, you wanted to say yeah, something yeah. about that. No, we can we can continue on. I I I pretty much agree with you in that sense. All right. So the next game is Buffalo at Baltimore. The Buffalo Bills win twenty three to twenty. The Bills are now three and one. The Ravens are two and two. Um, the Bills looked pretty sorry in the first half of this game. Um, nothing was clicking at all. I think there was about eight to ten drops, um, drop balls. Josh Allen played a phenomenal game 
from the beginning to the end. There was no really missed throws. There was no bad reads. Um, it was just drop balls. It was drop balls. It was it was wet, rainy. Uh, I think the hurricane was just reaching them, uh, maybe like the outskirts, like the tropical storm. Um, so it was wet, rainy, and very windy um, out there. And I think that was playing an effect as far as catching the ball, especially when you have Josh Allen throwing to you. Um, but end of the game, um, the Ravens can't put one in. Jordan Poyer comes out with a pick in the end zone. Uh, there's two picks on the day for Jordan Poyer, and uh, Josh Allen does what he does, marches down the field and ends it. So the Bills are now 3-1. and one. Yeah, uh, way to pick yourselves up. I mean, horrendous first half, like you said. Um, uh, the offense, I guess, went into the went in the locker room, talked to themselves, and they said, hey, we got to pick ourselves up and, and do what we have to do. We have to be that Super Bowl contender. And they finished the game out. And um, all around, it wasn't a pretty game, but um, a win's a win here. Yeah, not, not all of them are going to be pretty, and I just want to point out, um, the Ravens came out to the second half and didn't score a single point in that second half. And um, through the Bills' first four games, the Bills' defense has only lit up seven points in the second half through four games, and that was a touchdown in Miami. So the Bills' defense is looking really, really good, making crazy adjustments at halftime, and that's a scary thought. Um, we're going to go ahead and move to game we both had our eyes on this week. I'm sure a lot of people did. Jacksonville at Philadelphia. Philadelphia pulls out the win 21 or 29 to 21. The Eagles go 4-0. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Um yeah, it was a wet rainy day. Um I think the outskirts of the storm might have had some effect on this on this team on or on this field. Um as well as the game that you said in the, in in Baltimore. Hell of a game by Trevor Lawrence. Um, came out strong. I think the defense played really well against this um, absolutely phenomenal offense. Um, given they did give up 29 points, but you know they pick six after I think maybe within the first you know drive in, in the game on Jalen Hurts. Um, then going up 14-0 in the first quarter, and then being down 20 to 14 by the half. Um, I think we just need to keep the the foot on the gas. Um, we need to score more points in the second half. Uh, we need to run the football more. Um, we have elite runners. Um, well, we have an elite runner, uh, James Robinson. Um, we need to give him the rock more. Um, I do, I do want to say that the Eagles defense is really stepping up this year. Um, and they're scary. They're looking really scary this year. Jalen Hurts, um, they're scary. They're scary this year for sure. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out, you said Trevor Lawrence had a good game. I would have to disagree. Um, as far as I know, I might be wrong here, but he accounted for all five turnovers in that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. He that threw, was the, uh, uh, one the inter- fumble game. Exactly. He threw one interception and fumbled the ball four right, times. Yeah. Um, yeah, so ball that. security yeah. needs to be a very, very, very uh, big point of emphasis going into whoever they play next week. Um, and that's my right, only well. big worry about I think, it, honestly, it, we were talking after this game, and I, I think I said if Trevor Lawrence can hold on to that ball, I mean, that's five possessions you just gave up. They hold on right. to that ball, I think they win the game. They're, it's only a one-score loss. So their defense yeah. definitely killed it. I agree with you there. All right. 
Um, and then we'll move on. The Jets beat the Steelers 24-20. to We're not going to talk too much about that besides uh, Trubisky got pulled at the end of that Steelers game. Pickett was put in, and Pickett is now the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does, and especially because he's being thrown straight into the fire for his first start in the NFL against uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL and the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. So... They blow them out. Man, that's got to be... That's going to be a crazy feeling. I mean, they're, you know, your first start in the NFL, it's not at home. You're going to a hostile environment in Buffalo. The conditions might not be the best. They're going up against one of the best defenses in the NFL. And then you have to go try to keep up with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, not optimal. Bro, he had no touchdowns, three interceptions, and a fumble yep. in his time against the Jets. I'm yeah. not sure if he'll have a touchdown against you guys. Yeah, I can agree. I mean, it's funny you say that because I had a coworker today. Uh, we were talking about the game, and he was saying he had money on this game. And I and I, I told him, you know, realistically, I don't know if the Steelers will get points on the board unless um, a big mistake happens and they end up in our red zone on like a turnover by Josh or something. Because the Steelers do have a good defense. TJ Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick leads in interceptions. Or he's tied with Poyer. So. <clears throat> I just want to correct myself. He had two rushing touchdowns. No okay. passing. Okay. But then again, it's you still have an elite defense. I, I, and he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good move. They they need to start yeah. build, building yeah, up picket. Sure. So. Um, I agree. Throw Trubisky down the drain as much as I like them. But <clears throat> um, we're going to move on. And we're going to go Cardinals, uh, Panthers. The Panthers look atrocious. Cardinals win 26-16 in Carolina. Um, the Panthers just horrible, horrible, horrible. Bad. Baker Mayfield loses his game. Um, he gets booed by his own fans. Loses his mind. And he loses his mind in the press conference about being booed and kind of cries like a big baby. I don't know why he has to address the fans. He is a baby, bro. Yeah, he the baby. He's dub baby. Just wines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he pretty much said um, for every game here on out, he's going to win for the team and not the fans. So, pretty uh, crazy statements going on there. But Yeah, that's uh, a fucking wow. Yeah. Well, Hell don't, of a statement. Yeah, not word for word as that, but he, he, he pretty much. Pretty much said like. He pretty much that, said that yeah, after right. the fans. And it's a crazy thing to say after you've only played 14, four, four games with this this team and this fan He's base. Done. Yeah, they don't care about He's you. He's already buddy. done. They really don't care about you. Um, um, we're gonna move on here. Broncos. Or, uh, what's that? Go ahead. I was gonna say the Cardinals look lost, and that's uh, it. Yeah, I don't have much to say about the Cardinals. I don't. Yeah, their offense is just Struggling. not clicking. But um, right. The Broncos go to the Raiders. The Raiders finally did it. The Raiders win the first game of the season, 32-23 against the Broncos. You called this. I think we both called this. Um, it's as expected. Raiders needed one yeah. now more than ever. Have to. If they went to over 0-4, they were completely done for. And um, they pulled this one out. They pulled this one out. Yeah, uh, hell of a game for Josh Jacobs. 28 carries, 144 yards, two touchdowns. Um, had a longest uh, longest play of 43 yards. Um Pretty much, he pretty much ruled this game. I mean, the Raiders' offense was was pretty decent this game. 
um, besides that first quarter, only putting up three points. Um, but congratulations to them. I mean, like you said, going 0-4, they – uh, that probably would have been it for them. So f- to, for them to get this W, it's huge. And um, let's see if they can continue on next week. Yep. Yep. So we, uh, we've got three games left to go here. The Patriots go into Lambeau and lose 27-24. to Lambeau is not an easy place to play. And the Patriots almost pulled one out, came out to the last second, ended up in overtime. Uh, Belichick's defense. Up. Yeah, Belichick's defense just knows how – to set up their, their, I think Belichick's schemes are one of the toughest to play against. Um, Aaron Rodgers ended up throwing an interception. Um, time of possession was 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 in Green Bay's favor, but um, yeah, two turno- two turnovers are never going to help. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had 250 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick in the. The guy that stepped up for him this week was Alan Lazard, and I think it's always a toss-up between his receivers. He's got a bunch of young guys in that room, and he seems confident in them. And I think we all expected expected the Packers to pull this one out, but maybe not in such a close fashion. Yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of bets had the Green Bay Packers blowing them out, but a lot of people were surprised when they woke up in the morning. Um or maybe this was a one o'clock game. I wasn't sure. Didn't even, I didn't even pay attention to it. Uh, um, I should have though. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, uh, I just want to talk about Bailey Zappi for a little bit. Okay. Hell of a name. Um, as soon as I hear this guy's name, I'm like, who is this, and what can he do? Mm-hmm. But, um, of course, Mac Jones was injured, and then Brian Hoyer got absolutely slammed, so he went out. Um, and then Bailey Zappi came along, and not too bad, 10 for 15, 99 yards. Um, I think he's third string. I'm, I, he, he, he was, I believe, a six-round draft pick or maybe even seventh yep. um, for the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's closer game than what a lot of people thought, and um, I credit the Patriots for putting up a fight against the Packers this week. Yeah, I think we all expect that out of the Belichick. I think Belichick, his coach, they always have a fighting chance, and I think we saw that there in Lambeau. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on to the Sunday night game. This was a fat headliner. The Chiefs playing the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers coming into this game, um, everyone thinking they'd be the number one defense in the NFL, just the numbers they put up. And the Chiefs dropped 41 on them, which is absurd. Bomb. Patrick Mahomes looks, you know. Oh my God. Someone, someone made a really good point that. Patrick Mahomes is so good and so consistent, and he plays so crazy, you know, at times to the point where it's becoming so normal to people. Um, and and I, I bring that up because he's not really talked about in the MVP race like Lamar and Josh Allen are, but Patrick Mahomes every fucking year is doing crazy things. I think we all saw the the play, right? You you want to explain that play? Did you see the highlight of that? Um, I think I know what you're talking about, where he raced to the sideline and then did, like, some acrobatic shit and then, like, flicked it to uh, yeah. Clyde Edwards. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, that's that's some Madden shit, man. What are you even thinking? Like, this guy's this guy's improv skills are phenomenal. Um, and for him, to, like you said, to just do it so consistently for so long, he needs to be this, this year's MVP. I mean, he at least be in the race for, like, come on, I mean... This guy, Patrick Mahomes, is showing up for for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Yeah, 
I think he's de- he definitely needs to be in the race. I mean, he leads in touchdowns right now at quarterback position. He's up there in yards. Um, he ended this game with 250 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, Travis Kelsey lead- led the team with 92 yards and a touchdown. Um, the Buccaneers' defense just, I mean, really got exposed. I mean, there's no good defense yeah. that's letting 41 points get put up. And um, I would say there's a bright side to the Bucks, And, you know, we were bashing their offense last week. And Tom Brady came out and put 385 yards out there and, and three touchdowns, which is a very bright sign for them. He threw 52 times, but 75% completion percentage is, I mean, you go to Hall of Fame for that type of stuff, no matter who you are. So, um, bright things coming out of Tom Brady in that offense, which is good to see out of the Bucks. Bad news with the family, though, right now. Because I don't know if you've heard, they've both um, hired divorce lawyers. Um, I believe it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So um, tough times in the in the Brady family now. But um, don't want to take that W away from the Chiefs. Um, big game for them. I believe that's a huge statement. So yeah. Yep. All right, we're gonna move on to the last game of the week. It is Monday Night Football. Rams Forty Niners. I think a lot of people had money on the Rams, and the 49ers <laughs> win 24-9. I saw someone who had a 15-leg parlay for $75,000, and the last game they oh, needed no. was the Rams to win, and they got blown out, which is oh, unfortunate. No. I don't think anyone was expecting it, but Jimmy Garoppolo is just that dude. He just He's a winner. He's a winning quarterback. And... Um, uh- well, let's let's calm down a little bit. I don't know. He, I don't know if you want to. You're sounding a little confident for this guy. He how, like how confident are you in this guy? Well, Jack, it's not even. It's on paper already. He's brought this team to the playoffs twice. He's a winning right. quarterback. The 49ers were one and two coming into this game with Trey Lance. Trey Lance goes out. Garoppolo comes in, and I don't know if you watched this game, but he was throwing great passes. No interceptions. One touchdown. Two hundred and forty yards. Right. Um, he looked right, very... but can he be your guy? I don't can think he he's a Super Bowl guy? guy. I don't think he's a Super Bowl guy, but I think he's a winner. I think Thank he you. will win regular season games. Okay, regular season games, sure. He'll get you up to the point where he'll lose. Correct. Great. I agree. That's a great quarterback. <laughs> well, he's better than Trey Lance. Unless you want to well, lose yeah. and, well, and honestly, we never know. Build Trey Lance. Yeah, it's it's a tough decision there to make. And it's going to be interesting when Trey Lance ends up coming back, which I think he's going to get healthy eventually, right? So uh, Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, yeah, you had the Rams <laughs> winning this game. They get blown out. The Rams only scored three, three field goals. Or, yeah, three field goals. One in, the yeah. first, one in the first, one in the second, one in the third. Just looked atrocious. Matt Stafford looked atrocious. Aaron Donald couldn't get to the quarterback. Uh, for a sack, Matt Stafford was like he was, forgot how to play football. Yeah. So. Jesus Christ. Um, but big win for the 49ers. So that's gonna that's gonna yeah. close it up. My uh my biggest takeaway from this week is that um is that Philly is vulnerable because I don't think Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts has been playing lights out lights out first or through the first three weeks and he was shaken up in that fourth week uh, this week and I think he showed signs of being an average normal quarterback and. I think teams have a shot against this this Philadelphia team. You know, I think everyone knows they haven't played anybody 
that's exactly exactly um, elite or playoff caliber maybe. But um, I think they showed signs of vulnerability, and I don't know how long that 4-0 is going to last. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'll stick on this 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 uh, game with the Jaguars and the Eagles. Um, I'll say that Jalen Hurts right now, I believe it was more of um, Doug Peterson coming into Philadelphia, being back home and, and playing his team. I, I think it was more of like a like a coaching kind of uh, brawl that maybe slowed down Jalen Hurts' productivity in this game. Um, but I, I, I want to side with the Jaguars here. I really, I'm, I'm, I'm on the upside for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I really think Doug Peterson has, has turned this organization around from the shit show, which was uh Pervin Meyer, um, in the years prior. But I think, uh, with James Robinson being healthy this year and Travis Etienne with the, uh, in the backfield as well. And Trevor Lawrence, just, just being a horse on, on wheels and hit with the arm, um, I think uh, it's going to be the Jaguars are, are going to have a great um, season this year. I, I think they're going to they're going to step up and be that team to battle with. Um, so Brad's having uh, technical difficulties. He just contacted me. He told me about it. Um, this was this was the end of the podcast. Anyways, we ran through all the all the teams and all the games. Um, anyways, so I'm going to end it off here solo tonight. Um, unfortunately, Brad couldn't be here, but he just told me, uh, best wishes for everybody. Um, I'm going to break my laptop now. All right. Um, so yeah, we're calling it tonight. Um, I'm ending it solo. We'll talk to everybody next podcast. Um, and yeah, we'll see you later. Peace.